We're just going to go right into it. Let's go. The Canadiens de Montréal are fiers to be repêched from the Slovakian national team and TPS Turku, Uri Slavkovsky. Welcome to the show. It's your boy Louis. It's your boy Gibby. It's Vincenzo. Vincenzo. How y'all doing? I'm doing fantastic. Now, how are you? I'm excited. I'm, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. I'm better. <laughs> I'm better now. Wow, you're not planning the parade? No. And we're going to talk about this because I already see a lot of people thinking that we're going to be amazing. But let's let let's let's talk about that in a bit. But yeah, how are y'all doing? You guys good? I'm good. Vincenzo? I'm very good. I'm very good. Good stuff. Had a great time. Yep. <laughs> good stuff. All right. News. Mm -hmm. Minnesota resident Travis Ginger. Had a 2,560 pound pumpkin that won the world record championship. <laughs> I thought you were going to say shoved up his ass. <laughs> yeah. I, that's what I was waiting for. Okay. What do you think? 250 pound pumpkin, eh? No, 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 no. What? 2,560. Oh, 2,000. Yeah. What the fuck was he feeding that thing, man? What kind of fertilizer is it? That's crazy. 2,560? You know, these people, I'll, I'll be honest, these people who, who grow, you know, eggplants and pumpkins and this and that, like, I'm not impressed. I, I'm not going to eat that shit. Who knows what's in it? Fucking right? steroids. Fuck that. Are you impressed? No, I'm not impressed. I mean, it's it's, it's impressive that they grew it that big, but Jesus. Definitely filled with some toxins in there. It's just like a penis, right? Like you ever see like the biggest penis in the world? It's like poor guy can't do can't much. Can't even have sex. He he faints on the regular because all the blood Erection. rushes <laughs> <laughs> no, in the true. wrong place. Did, did yeah. I did I how do you know my life story, man? <laughs> That's why. That's why we missed so many podcasts. Eh? Vinny's just fainting. Vinny's fainting. <laughs> Boys just had a just had a faint attack. Can't make it. Sorry, Sorry. guys. Sorry. Cocks too. Cocks too big. Too much blood required. <laughs> blood transfusions all the time. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Michigan farmer earned a Guinness World Record. Yes, your favorite, Vinny. Um. So his butternut squash was officially weighed at 104.5 pounds. Butternut, that's butternut, a lot of butternut. 
Squashing. Butternut these nuts. Yeah. That's a lot of good stuff. Butternut these nuts. Good, uh, butternut <laughs> butternut these nuts. These nuts. Ah, fuck. These guys are stupid. I know, but tis the season of, of yeah. um, you know, it's fall. Starboard pumpkin. Everybody's trying to grow, <laughs> you know, the biggest. <laughs> um, The harvests. Harvests. The harvests. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not impressed. Hey, no, no. Not impressed. no, 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 no. That's a lot of butternut squash soup. I like it. I love butternut squash. So soup. good. Underrated. So Sweet, good. Sweet, tender, and delicious. I love it. <laughs> All right, sports. Mm-hmm. OBJ. Not only a blowjob. It's uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, he's Terrible looking joke. for a landing destination. Where's he going? Maybe KC. Maybe he'll he'll go to a contender. Obviously, that we know. <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. They're gonna go like fucking four and thirteen. Question for you: Contender, are the Eagles a contender? Did you ask? You're asking me. Yeah. Um, what's your definition of a contender? No, I'm, I'm asking you. What do you think? I think they're a good squad. I think they are... They need to show more. I feel like Jalen Hurts is um, doing a lot of QB draws, and that can be shut down. So once that's shut down, I feel like they need to show more. I mean, A.J. Brown's been doing well. It's just... I feel like they need they need to run the ball more outside of... Jalen Hurts. I feel like they're going to be schedule. Schedule is as well. They're, they're they have an easy schedule as well. I think they'll. I think they'll like they'll do well. I don't think they're like a Super Bowl bound team though. Okay, I like your honesty. I mean, I'm a realistic fan when it comes to my sports. Yeah, yeah. No, you're don't. gonna get you're gonna get my realistic take to a fault. To a fault. Yes, yes. that's true. All right, fair enough. <clears throat> Zion Williamson. That guy's hectic. Day to day. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> guy's always injured, man. He's Dude. been, he's probably missed, since he's been drafted, he's probably missed more time than played. He's the Paul Byron of, of the NBA. It has yeah. to be. Nah, not even, yeah. like, you can't even compare him to Paul Byron because Paul Byron was not drafted. What expected to perform like Zion? Yeah, but both these guys are not going to win the Iron Man, so that, that 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 that's though, the whole though. point. Of you're it. comparing apples to fucking rotten oranges. Rotten oranges. Yes. Not even oranges. They they're rotten. Okay, I yeah, I understand. Listen, I, I understand your Paul feelings. Byron about Paul. was a waiver pickup who became a good player. Hey, don't yeah. make fun. Zion Williamson was drafted to be a beast, like a LeBron James type mm-hmm. of player, and can't he can't stay healthy? He's a big boy too. That's why. Bro, you try running with that much prosciutto on you, man. I do every day. You don't. <laughs> I doubt you run. I don't think you run. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. You guys, I play, I like play soccer every Monday, sir. Sheldon okay. Keith, right? said yeah maple leafs opener loss was unacceptable boys let's jump right into it 
what do you want to say? What do we think? Yes. I just well, find it. Hold on. I just, I just, you play soccer every week. Yeah. That's amazing. Can I come Bro, and play? I'm, why, don't I'm you, you. why don't you have everybody come and play? Because we already have a full team. Ask Lewis. Oh, everybody, even though I'm a, <clears throat> even though I'm a bigger boy, I'm sure you're good. Like I'm my, sure my, good. my, my endurance fools a lot of people. I'm sure you're good, man. I'm sure you're good. But like, I'm sad you didn't invite me to this because Lewis fucking... isn't even. Lewis isn't going to back me up. He's just looking at me like, what the fuck? Okay. Anyways, that's good, Mank. That's, that's crazy. Good. That's good, Mank. Let's go. Unacceptable. What's unacceptable? Sheldon keeps hair. Yeah, I know. No, Sheldon keep. <laughs> Spoke about the Leafs, mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. that the loss was unacceptable. <clears throat> Let's break it down, boys. So hold on, hold on. Let let me start here. So Vinny, mm-hmm. Vincenzo, see, has been telling us, don't sleep on the Habs. This is going to be a good team. You know, everybody else is like, you know, relax. It's one of those years. Where do we fall? After one game, yo, it's just top, one game. It's top just of the division. Yeah, right. Yeah, one and oh, baby. Yo, it's <laughs> one just one. Oh, it's just one and O season, baby. Um, yeah, we're gonna actually touch on it. I'm gonna touch on it right now. Okay, <clears throat> great. I thought it was a good game, solid game. I thought it was one of the better games from both sides that we've seen in a very long time. Um, Habs played really well. They they had a lot. They had a lot of. You could see that they are young. You could see they are a young team on the defensive zone. Um, they have a lot of. They, they had a lot of high danger shots given up. If Allen isn't on his game every single night, this is a different. This is a different result. Um, Allen played very well. Um, Suzuki, Caulfield, Anderson looked phenomenal Caulfield is going to score 35 plus this year um I think he looks really good he looks confident as hell and when you're a goal scorer when the confidence is going everything goes in at this did you say 35 plus yeah listen um uh, what's his name who's the guy who scored three goals in his first game uh, Ryan Paling? Paling? Ryan oh, come on. No, that's, Don't that's, compare no. Paling to him. Oh, please. I'm just saying I hate those. No, but he played uh, well last year, too, under, under Marty Saint Louis. I know, so I this know. Is no, but you, dude, he, it's not like he's scoring Let's snipes. Not put a on it, Let's not put no, but I'm, I'm, that's my take. I'm taking, that's my take, and we can touch on that I'm take at the end of the season. Yes, we're gonna touch on it at the end of the season, right. bearing <laughs> any enough. injuries, obviously. Of course. But no, I I felt like I felt like it was a good game. I felt like the team looked really good. Standouts were obviously Caulfield, Suzuki. I thought Anderson had a very good game, despite like him not being on the score sheet until the game-winning goal. He did a lot of forechecking. He he had a lot of battles in on the along the boards that he won, and then it created offensive chances and goals. Game. Um, and, and you know what, like I, I always see so much bash, like, like shit talking of Anderson on Twitter all the time. Like all the analytic bullshit guys talking shit about him, but that's, but this is, this is what I mean. Those types of things that he brings to the game are not analyzed 
through advanced stats. So I've this is why Anderson. Yes, I've, I've been arguing. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I've been arguing this since 2016. Ever since the fucking advanced stats crew came out with a fucking argument, right? I agree with that. You yeah, can't you can't I, measure I, some of this. Advanced stats don't measure intangibles, and I feel like yes, Anderson mm. brings that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, Gibby is 100% right. Um, wow, it was a good game. I, I think, like I said, notables, Caulfield, Suzuki, Anderson, all had great games. So, so with disappoint. You okay, know, with Caulfield is the five on five scoring not special team scoring this guy found a way to score five on five which well, was this, huge this guy shoots a load like johnny sims yeah or sins yeah. or ron like, jeremy in his or, prime in his prime listen i i watched a game yesterday in a bar in sarnia ontario okay oh. i great I, great place great place wonderful risking um, your life the yeah, I, I I ended up <laughs> I ended up screaming during the game, and and a couple of um, Leaf fans didn't like it. Got popcorn thrown at me. I bought them beers. All right, so so I, I wouldn't get killed, and it, it came out that I thought it was a good move. Um, look, I I watched a game yesterday. No expectations. I thought we were gonna lose the game after what I saw in the preseason. But I mean, look, I I think what really surprised me yesterday was the defense, man. I mean, they really stood up. They really mm -hmm. stood up. They played well. Those rookies outshined. Uh, I mean, there's not much to outshine on the Leafs side, but they really outshined the Muzzins, the Halls, you know, uh, the Giordanos. I found they played a great game. And if they could play with that intensity, and I know it's impossible to think that they're going to do this game, game in and game out because they're rookies and mistakes are going to happen. But, man, like I said before, I, I don't think this team is, is a basement dweller. At all, I didn't think that. I didn't think that before. I don't think that now. Tell you Actually, one thing. Uh, yeah, Vincenzo, forget yeah. about Oshine. Is we all know, and and this has been a known thing, is that the Leafs can't play defense, and they need good goaltending, right? And they got it last year with um, Campbell. Campbell. Campbell Soup. gave them pretty good goaltending in the preseason. Leafs fans thought that Matt Murray was the answer while well, they figured out real quick he's not the answer I'm sorry if a good goalie was in net the Leafs would not have lost that game bro not many people are stopping Caulfield, Caulfield shots I'm sorry uh, they were listen, perfect listen, they were I'm perfect. not gonna say anything about anything I'm just gonna tell you right now a good goalie Leafs win that game and Leafs are going to struggle a lot this year because they do not have good goaltending. I found Murray, yeah, but I found Murray good. Like the first period, he was really good. He I was really was, good. I don't think Murray was like the biggest issue. Yeah, no, it's like, the defense. He didn't, he didn't play the, the best. I don't think they have a goaltending issue. And I mean, it is only one game into the season. So oh. yeah, it is what it is. But um, yeah, like. Again, we can't we can't base our whole opinion on either team because after one game. Um, well, I can say that um, Matt Murray got outplayed by Jake Allen. Yeah, but Jake Allen had a Jake Allen also had a very very stellar game. That's but that's what I'm saying, right? So, for example, like good teams sometimes um, it comes down to 
getting outplayed, you know, goalies win games, right? So, so the difference was I feel like the Habs forwards and I feel like the Habs as a team really came out and played great. And mm-hmm. a guy who I think is under the radar was Sean Monahan. Man, was I so impressed with that kid. He played well, I eh? love that guy. And again, a lot of people want to trade him at the deadline and do this and do that. I'll tell you one thing, man. If this kid can keep playing the way he's playing, wow. We just got ourselves a great player. Well, we're going to be buyers at the deadline, all right? We're not going to be sellers. I just hate what? people make Yes! Those, stop making those determinations. <sighs> Dude, Monahan was given to us, and I feel like, dude, the way he's looking right now, wow, what a gift, bro! This this team, Gibby doesn't believe it. I I, I really believe this team is gonna freaking surprise people, man. I'm telling you, ça sent ça pas la coupe, okay? I'm sorry, I'm not gonna go as far as saying something stupid like that, but we're gonna be fighting for wild card. We're gonna be up there. We're not gonna be number thirty two anymore. Okay, Vincent. Um, what? What did I say? So. I need to I relax. Think, I think the Habs are going to be the Ottawa Senators two or three years ago where they were a young, exciting team. Yeah, but again, mistakes on. mistakes happen. They're a young team. They're going to have to work through the growing pains of stuff. That's That's how I'm viewing this team. My expectations aren't through the roof simply because I don't see why they would be through the roof at this point. I Again, I still I still think Jake Allen had a fantastic game. There was a lot of shots given He's up in the defensive. Exactly. He, there was a lot of high-danger shots within that little parameter of the goaltender but, that he made saves. And that comes down to the inexperience of the defense. So that to needs defense, to be... Um, we still have Edmondson and Matheson who need to come back. Yeah. So, again, who who slots out? Hey, those young defensemen were fucking impressive. Savard played, well, Savard played well too, man. Savard, Savard, dude, played Savard well. didn't play well. Savard gave everything he had. Yeah. Like, he looked like he's he was dangling. <laughs> bro, I was, I was ready to give him the Chuck Norris. Savard risked yeah. it all. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gooley had the most minutes. He in that game well, yesterday. Yeah. I so don't know if you guys Gooley, saw that. Harris looked great. Obviously, um, Arbor Jack Eye. Uh, yeah, he got he got sheltered. <laughs> um, yeah, I think sheltered he's the odd man. Time. I think he's the odd man out eventually. I think I think the Jack Eye really too big for him. Yeah. No, no, and I don't think that it's over for him. Like, th- no, he will be good and he will shine in big moments. I feel like in in that game. It was not meant for him, dude. There's too many skilled players on the other side. That's a yeah. tough matchup for, for a guy like him. Yeah, I, I thought he played really well. He got some good, decent heat, hits, around. Bro, he played like fucking seven minutes, bro. Like, yeah, but yeah, still, it's seven see, minutes. You, he, was, he was all he right, was, man. He was right in the end of the bench at the end. Yeah, they had a camera. They had, a, they had the camera uh, panned the off guy, to him. The, the other guys held it down. Yeah. I mean, Jack, I, he wasn't exactly bad, but... At the end of the day, he wasn't like, oh, my God, he played so well. Like, Gooley had a very solid game. Harris had a solid game. 
What'd you guys think of Slavkovsky? I mean, Lewis, you only ended up watching the the, the third period because obviously so listen, it was your, like it was I said, your I didn't anniversary. See much of Slavkovsky, but I did when I tuned in. I saw that huge defensive play coming back, taking the puck away from Matthews, um, and then you know obviously the you know guys who are um, holding the you know the TV stuff. They showed the highlights of Slavkovsky, and I thought that he played a smart game. Was he great? No. Was he amazing? No. But he played good. He played smart. I thought that he was effective. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying to do too much. He's doing what he needs to do to stay in the lineup. And that's all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think... um I think there's more. I mean, it's his first game in at the NHL. Like, like it's not preseason anymore. This is the real deal. So, I mean, I think you give him a shot. See I'll how tell he you does. one thing, uh, Gibby. When he comes back and takes that puck away from Matthews, I'm sorry. That doesn't look like a guy who is discouraged about his play. That looks like a guy who is still trying to prove himself. I mean, he should have to prove himself. He isn't proven yet. But, so, but yeah. you understand what I mean, though? Like, you know how some guys would be like, fuck, nothing's going right now, and they just kind of cruise. No. He took the puck away from Austin Matthews in a scoring opportunity late in the mm-hmm. game. That is impressive to me. Showing me that, you know, it's bigger than just showcasing yourself. It's, it's let me do what I can to produce and that to me is is a lot different than things i've seen in the past yeah so any disappointments that you guys found um i mean from that first game not much man i think dadanov is a fucking pile of trash so let me <laughs> let me say again. something so so i say dadanov uh is not as big of a disappointment than mike hoffman mike hoffman to me is a fucking disgrace i don't think that's a disappointment i think that's expected at this point no, now this guy is a disgrace to a hockey player dude there was one time where i saw him he had the puck and he threw the puck behind the net where nobody was Mm-hmm. Like that dude right there is the biggest disappointment. Why I'm gonna say Hoffman over Dadanov is because Dadanov at least was killing penalties, and he had a few moments in the game that he did well. Listen, that play, and I called him out on that play, and I don't think he should be in the lineup because simply because Dadanov should not be playing in a fourth line role. No. I think Pizzetta brings a lot more to that uh, fourth-line role than Dadanov. But, dude, Mike Hoffman is a fucking joke of a hockey player. That guy should not be on our team. That guy, like, I'll be honest. At one point, I thought that he would be good. That, you know, maybe he could bring some. No, I take it all back. That guy sucks. He is ass. 
an embarrassment. He should not even be on the fucking ice. I swear to God. That was Lewis's Tony Mero narrow impression. Um, for those wondering, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> tell us how you really feel. Fuck. I, I I mean, yeah, I'm not. Again, I'm not going to say Hoffman is a disappointment because that's what I expect from Hoffman. He's not going to be a good player for us. I mean, it's a shit contract. We got to just fucking suck it up and live with it. Um, again, the reason why I'm disappointed in Dadunov, I want Dadunov to showcase himself because at the end of the day, he is an asset. We flip a deadline. That is pretty much why we acquired him. Um, I also want to see Drew N in the lineup. Drew N is a UFA at the end of the year. Again, we can use him as an asset. I'm looking at, I'm looking at asset management at this point. How we can, how we can further our value at the deadline. How we can acquire first rounders, second rounders, all these like even prospects, like all these guys. I still think that we need some prospects. Hoffman out, Drew N in. Yeah, you could do that. You could do Hoffman out, Drew and in. You can do Pozzetta for Dadanoff. You can do... Dude, I'll like, tell it's you just, one thing. There so needs Dadunov, to be... There, something's got to go. Because, listen, Dadanov played on the penalty kill, right? Yeah. So, let the guy play, fine. Hoffman is a disaster. He sucks. Yeah, you already said that. All right. But, um... Yeah, I think there there needs to be some type of something has to happen because at the end of the day you got Drew N as a healthy scratch. You got uh Paul Byron who will be coming back eventually. Who was the other healthy scratch? Help me out. Pizzetta. Um like there's just there's just a, a surplus. Yeah, there's a surplus of players right now and something's got to give. Because at the end of the day, there's not that many roster spots for all these guys. And I th- I think guys like Caulfield are, are playing well. You can't send them down. You know what I mean? The only person that might end up being suffering from um, all the retir- returning players might be Slavkovsky once the guys return. And I'm okay with that at the end of the day because he's going to p- play in a top six role. He's going to be playing with a lot of prospects that are eventually going to be playing alongside him with him in the NHL eventually one day. So I'm not opposed to that, but something's got to give. I mean, guys like Armia are coming in. There's There's got to be some type of movement from the team because there's a surplus of forwards right now. Vincenzo. Oh, you want me to talk now? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you guys pretty much said everything. I don't know what I. I don't know what I have to say. Um, not that that enough. His play at center ice is what what is, it's the only it's the only black eye I could see on on the game. I have nothing to say about Hoffman. I expected him to. Uh, I expected him to stink. Um, but that 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 lazy play in the neutral zone there. I just. That that stuff you can't see at at this uh, at this level, even if it's game one, right? And mm-hmm. he's he's a vet, he's a veteran, right? So like, when I saw that happening, I was like, yeah, it's like especially right after the Canadian score, right? So yeah, it's uh, it, it brought me flashbacks of last year, which I didn't like too much, but uh, yeah, I think that enough for me is is the odd man out has to be. So let me ask you a question: Dadanov or Hoffman? 
Why does it have to be those two? I, just a question. Vincenzo? No, it's a hard question. I'm thinking about oh, okay. it. Okay. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll answer for now. Um, I don't see why both of them can't come out. <laughs> That's not a fucking answer. Why not? One or the other. For me, it's I'm taking out Hoffman. But simply because, again, I want to showcase my guys that will be assets at deadline. That's okay, why. Fair enough. Uh, Vin? Why is that enough an asset, though, at deadline? I don't understand this. Because he's a big body. He is a, he's a top a top nine player. thing he... is, two guys, it's one game play. No, I know. But, I mean, what did he do last year? Um, I mean, he has an NHL pedigree like both of them do well Hoffman has 400 points in six uh what is yeah. it, 600 games but, but I, mean, I don't know what happened to Hoffman well, yeah well Dadanoff has one year left he'll be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the year that's why he will be event he'll likely be flipped at deadline so that's why I'm saying he'll be flipped for an asset I'm not saying he's going to be flipped for a first round pick I'm saying he could depending how he plays he can be flipped for at best, if he plays very well throughout the season, a second, a third type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, he's not a bad player. Let me let me pull up his stats right now. By the way, guys, uh, just just through the wire, uh, Mike Matheson is expected to miss to miss eight weeks with an abdominal muscle muscle strain following the results of an MRI. So, Fuck. Uh, the year continues. Twenty twenty two. You know what uh, Martin St. Louis said today? He said, listen, it sucks, but at the same time, it gives our young defensemen more reps. Yeah. Guys, you have to understand, a win yesterday was fantastic. Like, let's take that in. It was great. It feels good. But don't let that allow you to stray away from what's really going to happen this year. We're going to suck. So let everything come into fruition. We're going to suck. We're going to lose a lot of games. There's going to be a lot of bad plays. It was really cool to win last night, but we're not going to be good. Why see, for we, me, see, why for me, we, okay, go ahead, Vin, go ahead. Why, why are we discounting the fact that the team wasn't lucky last night? They played a good game. It wasn't, I, I've seen I've seen chintzy games, okay, where we've won, where we didn't have to win. But this was this was a good game. It's not about that though. It's it's. They're, I thought we played well, and I think there's a lot of good things to look at. But we don't have enough, dude. We won yesterday with all rookie defense. Okay, but like that's not. I mean, at the end of the day, like here's the thing. A lot of things that happened yesterday. Yesterday, Jesus. Yesterday night. Fortnite. Yeah, Fortnite. I don't see them being sustainable over the entire season consistently. No, consistently. I think Jake no. Allen, Jake Allen's gonna have a game or two that's off, and that's gonna exploit the lack of experience from the young demon. Okay. Thank you. Um, again, I repeat. I'm going to repeat myself. There was way uh, one thing I did notice was there was way too many high danger shots given up, and Allen was there to close the door, which is amazing. 
There was also an amazing back check from Suzuki on one of those plays. Suzuki is literally the lowest key top center in the NHL. I don't care what anybody says. He is literally, he reminds me so much of Patrice Bergeron. Like Patrice Bergeron is a fantastic, he had a fantastic career, but for some reason, he's just an under the radar kind of player. Like he puts up steady points. He's a great two-way defenseman. Jesus. He's a great two-way center. Yeah. And so like, it's like, I, that's, that's like my closest comparable that I'm seeing as I see Suzuki yeah. develop into the top, the top center. Bro, he is so good. Let's just say that. He's a good um, player. He's a fucking great player. there's something we can take away from last night is how good Nick Suzuki is. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. He impressed the shit out of me. That kid is up to the task. He can go up against the top lines, still yeah. produce, still create. It is so impressive. Um, yeah, and and if there's one thing we can look at and one thing we can be excited about is him, for sure. And mm-hmm. Cole Caulfield. Cole Caulfield scoring two goals, um, five on five. Forget about on the power play. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, one of the biggest things that everybody was bashing him on was, oh, it's all most of his stuff is coming from the, um, the power play, the power play, the power play. Well, he just scored two five on five goals against a very solid Toronto Maple Leaf team. So yeah, but <laughs> eat a dick. I think I think the Maple Leafs don't realize how shit their goalie is. <laughs> I think you're completely overlooking the goalie. Mm. <laughs> Murray had a very good two first periods. Um, he had a, I, think he had a, the Leafs, I think the Leafs <laughs> counted their chickens before they hatched in the preseason. No, not at all. Like, had, guess, and, and guess what? A, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they do have Samsonov, who is another quality goalie. So, so let's let's thank you for saying that. So Gibby has been big on Samsonov. Right? Yeah, I think he's a good Samsonov in net tonight, right? I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a back-to-back, so yeah, I'm assuming so. Yeah, they're losing 2-1. So My phone's dead. I don't know. We're big on that signing. You thought Samsonov could be I won't, the guy. I won't say that I was big on it. I thought it was a very cheeky way to fill a hole with the loss of Campbell. How they right. they they I think their last year's number one backup. I think this year they have a better tandem than they do last year. Even though I think Campbell is the better goalie of all three, I think 1A, 1B, Samsonov, Murray is better than Campbell, Mrazek, and all so 94 far, other guys uh, they had. It's 2-1 Capitals. Yeah. First period. Two goals, 10 shots. <laughs> On Samsonov. Okay. That doesn't mean anything. Just saying. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't no, mean anything. No, I know, I know. I, I, it doesn't mean nothing. You're right. I get it. <clears throat> I do think, though, the Leafs um, definitely don't realize how bad they need a good goaltender. Like, they don't realize it. They suck at playing defense. I wouldn't say they suck. I don't think they suck. But I don't think they're a very good team. 
defensively. So, for example, you know. But what, again, uh, we've also said we've, but we've also been on record that the reason why the Leafs lose or lost last season was not because of the defense or the goaltending. We said it, so we can't be wishy-washy here. I don't think the Leafs are a bad team. I just don't think what they're lacking and what they will continue to lack is their superstars. They don't have that killer instinct. They don't have that, let me up my fucking game while I'm in the playoffs. They don't have that. Marner yeah. isn't that – let me say something. I didn't even notice Marner was playing yesterday, and I'm not even trying to talk shit. I didn't see even him. Matthews. He made a sweet – I noticed I noticed Matthews on the occasional a, time. Yeah, but he made a sweet pass to Bunting, right, on that, on that goal. But, Fair look, enough. everybody – I don't know why. People don't – people <sighs> – Nylander is a great player, and I find yeah. I find people shit on him all the time. I think he's a great player. I would have him on my team any day. Um, and he, he he's a Habs killer, and I find yeah. that nobody nobody gives him props. The guy is a good player, you yeah. know. Um, I, I, sorry, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think I think I think Toronto just they 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 put all their eggs in one basket. That's what they did. Uh, and it's it, that's what's been hurting them for quite some time, and it's going to continue to hurt them until yeah. until they start getting rid of some of those contracts. Most definitely, it has because, dude, they cheaped out on goalie. They need a five million dollar goalie. Look, Campbell Campbell was a good goalie. I don't think he was the problem last year. No. I don't think Murray's going to be the problem this year. I think their defense is terrible, and no, they need a guy to steal the game for them, and. Not gonna happen with Murray. Not but gonna Murray, happen. Murray Murray is a is a Stanley Cup winner. Campbell stole games but, for them last but, year. But Phil, a Stanley Cup winner in front of a good team. The difference is with the Leafs is they're built a lot different than those Penguins. Yes, they are. I do. Those I do. Penguins I, had I can agree with that. Defense. A lot of good defense. A lot of guys who block shots. The the Leafs for some reason, have not been able to find the right formula. You yeah. know? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I can't disagree with you because obviously... I think they're going to be good. Don't get me wrong. And, you know, yesterday, listen, we beat the Leafs. It's all fun and games. It, it is what it is. Listen, at the end of the day, we're going to suck. They're going to be good. That is going to be the real truth of the matter. But games like that show why the Leafs will never be champions. I know, and, I, and I'm going to continue to say it. I know people are going to make fun of me, but I still think, I still think that uh, Montreal, and I'm taking my, 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 my fan hat and putting it on really tight, I, I guess, but I think, I, I don't think they're going to be as bad as people think. I really don't. And I think they that game. They never are. No, but that, that game yesterday, look, I was expecting I wasn't expecting the effort that I saw yesterday. And again, I don't I don't think it's going to be consistent throughout the whole season for sure. But they showed a lot more than the veterans on the other side of the team. And I know it's just one game. But Marty has them believing in something. And and again, you want to talk about intangibles. Cole Caulfield, um, I, I saw a meme yesterday. It made me laugh so much. It's like people should hire Ducharme as the next coach of the NHL because he's the only one that was able to freaking <laughs> shut down yeah, shut down Cole Caulfield. <laughs> I mean, th that kid came alive because of the coaching staff. The the, the kids love work uh, playing with Marty because Marty is a young he's a young guy. He gets it. He understands it. Coaching makes a big difference. 
All right. And and for me, like these dinosaurs that are in the league, they should take notice, man. Like, I, I think your time is up. I think your time is up. And I think we have to start looking at it's not just the players on the ice, but the guy behind the bench makes a huge ass difference too. And I yeah. I, I, I see it, right? And you can't measure it, right? But that's the way it is for me and in I, my mind. And I think we're gonna be seeing a lot more of Marty St. Louis type signings for coaching moving forward. Cause the difference between Ducharme and St. Louis. Ducharme is a young, young coach, but he had that old school mentality, defense first, defense first, uh, like systematic, very systematic. I feel like St. Louis gets it. That systematic stuff is not going to, it's not as effective as it is now moving forward with, with the speed of the game improving. He He's aware of that. And he, he's more open to a guy like Caulfield to, to, skate around and, and do do his thing freely and find his open space instead of just sticking to what he has to do every single every single shift. I think I think we're gonna see a lot more um coaches being being hired looking like that type of prototype yeah, I, I know in the week. Yeah, I know a lot of th- people are gonna try to you know what do they say often imitated um, never, never duplicated duplicate. yeah. like yeah I, I don't know you, you could go and look for those type of players i mean keith was supposed to be one of those type of uh, coaches sorry uh, but 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 that's the thing is like saint louis, saint louis what, what i like about him and the intangible that's there is that this guy nobody gave him a shot even in the nhl he wasn't drafted he was treated like trash pretty much pretty much until he started proving people wrong on the ice. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's five foot seven. This guy can't do anything. Well, he showed a lot. He showed the world what he can do. And he's going to do it You're again right. behind the bench. He's going to do it behind the I bench. Like about him. He brings something that not a lot of people bring. That is 100% right. You know, Martin St. Louis has always been somebody who has been underappreciated from all aspects, which yeah. it even carried over into his coaching career which i love about him and i think he's great dude he (laughs) is gonna be a good coach for the habs even though it's a tough market it's a market that will eat you up but look what he did to cole caulfield just that alone yeah is enough to show me that this guy gets it and you know what the the difference between a guy like Sheldon Keefe and Martin St. Louis, Martin St. Louis was a hockey player. Okay. Keefe played hockey, but when like there's something about, and I spoke about this with, with Scoobs yesterday, we had a good yeah. talk, a good hockey player, even good baseball players, they have this swagger to them. Okay. Martin St. Louis always had this, this, this hockey swagger. And I feel like he's relatable to a lot of these young kids you, he's very relatable to Caulfield. Let's be realistic. They're literally the same fucking player. Yeah, okay. Much, yeah. So, and you can see with Caulfield, he has that swagger that he didn't have under Ducharme. He has that little, like, 100%. you know what I mean? Like you, you can't, you can't, if, if a goal, if a goalie, if a coach is able to bring that swagger out of you, like that's, you can't, you can't, Dude, you can't measure that. But even even nothing in the, we saw it. This guy brought everything out of Caulfield. And since the hiring, he has n- been the Caulfield we thought. Look, yeah. look, forget about Tannenbaum and MLSC. Okay. Caulfield, <laughs> Caulfield owns owns the Leafs. But honestly, man, it's it's 
it's not only that, even Slav, I, I didn't really get a chance to talk about Slav, but I found he played really well yesterday. Okay. Like I, I was even, I was joking to say, imagine if he scored. It? No, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't, oh, I didn't okay, mention well, you're yeah. special? No, he just I, never touched I, on it. I never touched on it. <laughs> yes. My mom, my mom always used to say I was special, but yeah. So yeah, you it, were saying. Slavkowski. Yeah. So Slavkowski, I mean, even him, like he's put in a situation where, you know, it's, it's tough. You're, you're first overall people, pro- most people didn't even want you to be in the market to be on the team. I mean, fans boot him. <laughs> <laughs> on on uh, on uh, draft night, for God's sakes, he comes into and he played a good game. He played well defensively. San Luis was okay putting him in these situations, and that's to me, that's the intangible that the Habs have um, that you can't measure. Is 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 that type of coaching, right? Being able to get the most out of your players, being able to get the most out of the young players, and again, it's only one game, but you know. We're gonna see as the season goes on what what happens if, barring injury, I think, I think we have a good shot at, at seeing a much better Habs team than we had in the past, and that's sure. that's as far as I'm gonna go with it. We don't know what's gonna happen. I'm I'm gonna remove my Habs hat here for for two minutes and be realistic. I know what, what we went through last year and we were number thirty two, but hey, you know what? It's a new year and we'll see, we'll see what happens. But Marty is uh, Marty is that key, I think. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think you know you're a hundred percent right. Um, slap Shotsky <laughs> for for me is you know what I like about the kid is that there's a lot to like. What what I love about him is the plays he made late in the game, knowing that listen, I've been on the ice i've tried all i could do but dude him taking the puck away from austin matthews late in the game Mm. that's huge that hit made me made me my pp go bong 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 so at the end of the day it the book is not out on him it's it is what it is we don't know um you know what he's gonna be what i like is that you know, have you guys noticed that in the past that like some prospects early on were like, yo, they're ready, they're ready, they're ready. With this kid, it's almost like, you know, we don't know yet. We see some stuff, but we don't know yet, right? So mm-hmm. I feel like this kid is doing it the right way where he's like, forget about like performing. Let me think about learning everything. And let me just play my game. Exactly. So, so that's what I see with this kid where other guys, we were looking for, Oh, the big play, the, the big dangle, the big, this, the big, that, right. Yeah. This kid, you know, he finds a way to make an impact, Mm -hmm. which, which I like. So we'll see. Is he going to be ready to play the whole season with the team? Maybe not, but so far, he wasn't, he wasn't out of place, man. Uh, that, that, that I can tell you. Yes. So far, I feel like yeah. he's made good plays, which, you know, man, that's important. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'll tell you one thing. I watched only one period of that game, and I saw Slap Shotsky <laughs> take the puck away from Matthews on almost could have been a goal. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. Late in the game, that's impressive to me. 
Yeah. All right. Anything else for you guys before we get into let's have some fun? No, I'm good. Um, no, I think that was a good little. All right. You ready? Let's go. Gibby. The national dish of Japan is what? The national dish? Yes. Like, I don't know, it could be a lot of things. It could be sushi, it could be ramen. No. I don't know, Vinny, fucking eel cock. Uh, rice, something with rice. Um... No. Curry rice? Puffer fish. What? The national dish? How the fuck are we supposed to know that? Puffer fish. All right. Okay. Benny. Yeah. Which animal's urine glows in the dark? Uh, I think that's um, that's got to be a, a lizard, reptile, some sort of a reptile. No. Oh. What What was the question? Sorry. Gibby. What was the question? Which animal's urine glows in the dark? Glows in the dark. A skunk. No. <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's a cat. A cat. No, that sounds fucking. No, false. that no way. Come fake on, fucking we're... news. That's really good. Big All news. right, Gibby. Yeah. Which two countries have never missed the Olympics? Never missed the Olympics. I'm gonna say China and the U.S. <laughs> no. Vinny, for the steal. Okay, the U.S. has to be one of them. Greece? I don't know. Uh huh. I see, Greece, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because they were the ones that started it. Yeah, making gyros for everybody, making sure everyone's well fed. <laughs> uh, so Greece. Which Olympics though? Is it summer or winter? No, never missed the Olympics. Never. Both. Both. The Jamaican bobsled team. I don't know. <laughs> I think at Greece. Right. Greece. Since you got Greece. We'll yeah. give you that. That's one point for What's me. the other one, though? Uh, Britain. Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. I can what see that. What was the size of the largest human on Earth, Gibby? The largest human? Um, I'll say eight foot two. Vinny. Nine foot six. Holy fuck. Fuck. Uh, it's tough. I got I, I'm gonna have to do the math now. What how many how many inches is it? Let's see who is closer. How many inches is it? You said eight foot two? Yeah. I said I said nine six. Vinny is way over, I know that. I'm always over. Bro, what's the inches? I literally will calculate it right now. Eight foot eleven. Holy shit! How many inches is that? Eight. Eight ele- foot eight, eleven, 11 inches. inches. So eight times twelve. Ninety six. But how did like what did you have to convert? 
what it was like fucking 1076 centimeters it, what was it like 176 seven centimeters or whatever is that what <laughs> you had to no, convert what do you mean i didn't convert shit. so how didn't you know the answer originally no because he, he you guys both said an answer i tried to see who was further away oh so okay. who wins now so i said nine six and you no, said price is right rules this motherfucker's over uh okay <laughs> You always play prices right rules, no? All right. I, I always I'll, I'll give it to you. How much did he weigh, though? Fucking probably was a twig. <laughs> 1,400 pounds? Eight foot 11, bro. Like, you can't do anything. Can't imagine dri- you can't drive a car. You can't walk through doors. Like, imagine, imagine him in a Fiat 500. That's what I mean. Like, you can't do yeah. anything. Eight foot 11. Yeah. All right, boys. What do you say? What's going to happen moving forward? We are, we done, are we done the games? Yeah. The game oh, okay. That's it. That was the last question. It was 1-1. One, one. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so so what is it? What's the question? What, what are you asking us right now? Are we going to win what? Next game. Who do we even play? My phone's dead. I don't know who we're playing. We're playing tomorrow. I don't know. Someone. Detroit. 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 Uh, I think Detroit's going to be a good team. So I'm excited to watch that. We'll see. I'm probably going to end up missing that game. Okay. Uh, didn't uh, answer. Uh, I'm going to say we lose 3-2. Vincenzo. I'm saying we're going to lose. Uh, I, I can't give you a score, but we're going to lose for sure because it was too good to be true to, 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 to beat the laughs on the opening night. So we'll stink the bed. Zadina um, will fill the pucks. hurt my heart. I just want to say one thing. Cole Caulfield and Monaghan have more goals than Matthews and Tavares. And Tavares scored tonight. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Well, he has more goals. He has the same amount of goals as Monaghan. (laughs) But Caulfield still owns them. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Fuck y'all. Caulfield's on pace for 164 goals. I'm just fucking saying. And he's going to get it too. 167. He's going to have a goal, a game with a couple Hatties. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to see. What was the point of that? <laughs> I'm so confused. Why not? Right. I had PTSD. I thought it was my ex girlfriend calling me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Are we, are we done here? That's how she wrote. No? What? What? <laughs> yes. Okay. See, See y'all later. How does it feel to treat me like you do? When you place your hands on me. Bye, have a great time.